Oh yes it is Don't you know that I'll be there so here again I'm new family friend And I'm thankful Oh yes yeah Ever since I met Jesus Christ I've been living this kind of life And it's a good life Just 
just another teacher, a former human creature. You fade away like ashes in the But then he rose again. There is no denying my Jesus. Yes, he wants to know you. Do you hear it calling? You may choose to stay or walk away back. Still you must decide Cause Jesus can't be denied I've read the wisdom of this world's philosophies of man Where all the greatest earthly minds I've tried to understand But what life mystery Can answer life's true mystery That sin corrupts And freedom has a Stay or walk away, but 
Jesus. Let your hands shout for Jesus. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Beautiful. Wow. Are you blessed already? It's too powerful. Clap your hands again. This evening I want to bring the series on seven great principles to an end. These principles must be a part of your life. Hallelujah. Every single one of them must be a part of your life. Every step you take must be guided by one or two of these principles. You can call them seven great principles. You can call them seven great foundational stones. You can call them seven great guide posts. You can call them seven great foundations. I believe that a life without a foundation is a life of self-deception. When God calls you to be a Christian, he has called you into a great life. When God calls you to be a Christian, he has called you into a great life. When God calls you to be a Christian, he has called you into a great life. And you must do everything to remain steadfast in this awesome and great life. Mary, come and sing, living this kind of life. Because it is truly a good life. It is truly a sweet life. Ask your neighbor, do you like living this kind of life or you want to go back to that foolish boy with gonorrhea?
I could have taught you the seven great principles in 30 minutes. Are you aware of that? That we can do it in 30 minutes? It's very simple. One is a spirit. And we, we go on. But I've, I've taken my time. Are you listening to me? Yes. And everybody, make sure that you must compile the series into one. An MP3 compilation. One to seven. One to seven. With all the music and everything. Yes. Because this congregation is made up of great giants. Not just giants, oh, great giants. I said, not just giants, oh, great giants. But right now, as I'm talking to you, if you look, I mean, look at something standing here. What, what is this? You may think that we are joking. But you go and come. Go and spend 10 years in Brazil and come back. You will see that Charlie, not knowing that the child of a lion is still a lion. I said, the child of a lion is still a lion. Yes. I've got a very, very wild dog in my house. But if you come to my house right now, you see it like a teddy bear. Yeah. You don't want to even lie in bed and be cuddling the, the dog. But you give it five years. It, it, will, it will eat you up. That is what you are going to become. I said, that is what you are going to become. Some of you right now, the enemy thinks you are a teddy bear. Yes. Some foolish boy looks at you and says that, oh, this girl is a cuddly little teddy bear. But you are going to see fire in some three years' time. I said, tell your neighbor, I say, I'm going to mature very soon. Oh, you're not doing well. Tell the person, don't mess with me. Say the child of a lion is still a lion. But give me a little time. You may see a small boy. But I ain't no small boy. I ain't no small girl. Soon and very soon, I will roar. And roar at the person sitting by you. Say, Clap your hands for Jesus. Yes, I am. Ever since I met you, 
sweeter and sweeter day by day. Yes, it does. Living this kind of life, everything's new and the old is passed away. Happy days are here again. I've got a new family and friends that I'm grateful. Yes, it is. spirit you have a soul amen and your soul is made up of three 
major parts. Your mind is part of your soul. Your will. Your will. You, what makes you take decisions? Amen. Like you are here right now because you willed to come here. It's your will. You could have willed to go home. So your will is act. You can look at it like the engine room of your decisions. So your mind, your will, and then your emotions. Your emotions. So man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Get the message, you'll understand it well. Number two. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Amen. So don't be don't be deceived by the handsomeness of the guy. And 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 also if the person's spirit is dead, it means he is dead. Because really man is a spirit. So in a certain sense, you are your spirit. So if your spirit is dead, you are dead. I wonder why you would want to marry a dead body. And then you go to the mortuary and pull out a tray. Take a dead body woman and say, I'm going to have my wedding with this corpse. Yes. She may be beautiful with nice long hair and nice long legs, but she's dead. Say she's dead. Oh, I want someone to advise a brother here. I don't know who the brother is, but tell him that that girl is dead. You guys want me to preach today? Say that girl is dead. Say again, she's dead. And I need I need only two guys. To advise some two sisters here who are struggling with a certain boy. Tell that sister that the girl is dead. The guy is dead. Tell her that he is handsome, but he's dead. Please look for the two ladies and tell them that he's a nice guy, but he is dead. Have you found the two ladies? Are they here? I beg you, help me to find them. I can't. I don't know who they are, but they are two. Oh, one is here. One is here. Go and tell her that he is handsome, but he is dead. Oh, you have found one. Tell her. Tell her. Actually, mention the guy's name. 
you can you can ask her for his name. Ask her what's his name? Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her that Tony Lovey is dead. Look, sometimes when I'm preaching, as well as this series, some places will be funny and will laugh. But believe me, not even one word in the message is funny. You will follow somebody who is dead. You will marry him. And one day you are you will be trying to resurrect a human being to serve God with you. But he's dead. That is when you realize that you have gone to weld your metals to a dead body. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead. Not only is he dead, please go back to those two ladies and tell them that the guy, he sends chocolates, but he's wicked. Find the two ladies and tell them that the guy In spite of his raps. Oh, the are you preaching with me? Tell the girl, tell her that the guy, the guy, I know him. I mean, I'm telling you that he's a nice guy, but he is wicked. Tell her, go back and tell her. Don't wait to experience the wickedness. Hmm. I'm preaching. Is there anybody here who thinks that I'm joking? Please go back and tell her that what that guy will do to you Look, yes, rejoice. Tell her that what that guy will do to you, you will be sorry. And and, and also ask her, why do you want to experiment with your life? Why? Are you a laboratory? Go back and ask her, are you a laboratory at all? We are lab Ima, what is she saying? Come, 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 come. Why do you want to experiment? Why? Are you are you a lab? Are you a lab? So why? No, no. Give me a reason. Why are you trying to experiment? Why? You are not trying. It just comes naturally. 
It just, I mean, don't know how it comes. But you can't block him. Have you blocked him? But he still manages to come. He uses the other side. Are you succeeding? Total blockage. Go back and tell the girl that you are a pastor as you are here. I'm informing you. I said go back now and tell her that you are a pastor. Do do, uh, uh, do you know you are a pastor? Do you know you are going to be preaching? So wh- Why do you want him to spoil your ministry? Why? But you can't sack him. Should I believe you? 100% or 78.5? 100%. Clap your hands for her. Rejoice, have you advised her? Yes. Rejoice, come for my microphone and advise her. Clap your hands for Jesus. Is there another girl who must come here for advice? Julie, bring her. Hey! Who is going to advise Julie for me? Who is going to advise Julie for me? Yes, come. Come and take the microphone and, and advise her. Yes. You know you are beautiful, but that guy is hey, a Shut up. <laughs> hey, pawn, pawn this guy. Find water and pawn him. Aha. Foolish boy. He's coming to make a point. She's beautiful. Who is coming to advise Julie for me? Hey, are you all afraid of her? Charlotte, come and advise Julie for me. <laughs> the guy you've been meeting, you know that place, that place. He is dead. You are a pastor. You are you you you, you, you are a pastor. You are a pastor. Advise her again. Advise her again. That the guy is a wicked boy. <laughs> the one you have been meeting, you see that blue kiosk. That place, that place. Yeah, that guy, he is dead. He is dead. So tell him that. Tell her that he is wicked. He is wicked. He buys you chocolate and 
some things, you know. So check, check. You are a pastor. Ask, so. ask her what has he been buying? What has he been buying? Tell us, tell us. Oh, tell us, tell us. What are some of the things? Earrings, earrings. Give her the microphone now and tell her what he has been buying now. Oh, go home. Are you listening? What has he been buying? A necklace. Ask her. Is he born again as he's bringing a necklace? Is he born again as he brings the necklace? Yes, he is. How's your? How's your? Tell her, Onale born again. Onale born again. Asomwa, he's a wicked boy. So ask her, are you going to receive another gift again? Are you going to receive another gift again? Are you going to receive another gift again? No. So ask. When are you going to see him again? Answer, answer. Come here, come here. Answer. answer. Sit down. I don't know. Normally, when does he come? And when, when do you people? When, when, when actually does he come around? Normally. Normally. Normal. You know, because maybe he's busy. He goes to work. Maybe he has a, a normal time. We are in the same class. So. Do you like him the way he likes you? What a question. Be honest. You're in church. Honestly, no. No. What are your plans for him? Your plans for him. My God. I've already blogged him. Eh? I've already blogged him on WhatsApp and I've added his and number. And you have opened him on Viber. No. Oh I've blocked you have blocked him on WhatsApp and you have opened him on Viber. I've changed my number. You have changed your number completely. Yes. Go and bring another one. I 
the one to interview her. Your hands for her. She, she she knows what she's about. Look, I need water to ponder. I need water. your hands for her. Tell your neighbor that from now on I'm going to be living this kind of life. It's a good life. It's a sweet life. I enjoy living this kind of life. Tell another person that even if it's your classmate, we don't like that nonsense. I tell the person, don't block him on WhatsApp and open him on Viber. Spirit of an unsaved man is dead. Look, when you are born again and you have received the life of God, don't mingle and intermingle with dead bodies and dead people. Receive the power to be pure. Is there anybody here who believes that he or she has the life of Christ in him? Is there anybody here? Can I get only three people? You have the life of Christ. You do? Douglas, is, is the girl born again? You know her personally. Please give him the microphone. Give him the microphone. That's a good one. We know what is she born again? Really? Because because listen, because I know you. You are very, very born again. With slangs. Is she born again? Are you sure she's born again? Sit down. She's born again. Even Reverend Kobe is shocked. 
she's the one again. How do you know she's born again? Does she work for the Lord? She works for the Lord. interviews. So as you are sitting there, I'll come with a microphone to you right now. What is principle number three? I can't hear you all. really can't hear you. One go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Tell your neighbor you are righteous. You are very holy. Tell the person, I know some of your ways, but I am telling you that you are still righteous. Do you know some of his ways? Tell the person, you are righteous. You are born again. You are holy. Don't let anyone deceive you. Principle number four is what? Number four is what? After you are born again, your spirit... Why? Is it because... Being born again affects only your spirit. And even that one. You see, so so the people who think that when you get born again, you have finished work, your work. Because when you get born again, it doesn't affect your soul. It doesn't affect your body. It only affects your spirit. And even that one, your spirit is a baby. So being born again is actually the beginning of the great work. Your soul is not affected. Your body is not affected. Only your spirit is affected. And even that one, it's a, it's a baby. Baby spirit. And it must grow. There are some of you who have been born again for a very long time, but you are still at the babyhood stage but as you soak in the word of God and you pray in the spirit you build up your spirit number five uh, somebody is prompting you to be without the prompter you cannot say it 
off the prompter. Number five is what? One go. Again. Stand up. Say it. One go. After you are saved, your mind is still the same and must be renewed. Your mind is still the same. One go. Again. First time. Listen. When you get born again, but is using the baby to run away. Listen, listen. All of you must get this seven great principles series. Amen. Yeah. Being born again doesn't affect your mind. You must renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? You see, you renew your mind with the word of God. You read the Bible and you allow the word of God to replace your thoughts. Amen. There are many things about your life that must change when you get born again. Before you got born again, you had a certain mind. Is when you, when you say you had a certain mind, we are saying that you, you had a certain way of life based on how your mind was working. Like any boy you meet, he must sleep with you. It's a mind. But that mind must change. How do you change it? You replace that idea with the word of God, which says that your body is a temple of the living God. Amen. Amen. Before you got born again, you had unbeliever friends. Based on your mind. Teddy, Toddy, Taddy, and what? Jeffrey, Bobby, eh? What? What? Tony, what else? Teddy. But a, a born again Christian, listen, you cannot be born again and be working with unbelievers. You see, when you get born again, your spirit is born again. But you can live your life like a total unbeliever, fully. Before you got born again, you were attending parties. You saw the girl who was dancing at the party. The demons were there. One before you get born again, you think that oh, I have to go to the club, I have to go to the party. You know, this guy's he's having his birthday. Listen, tell your friend, it's not every birthday party you must attend. Oh, tell the person, say it's not every birthday party you must attend. 
ask the person, ah, is your mind changing? The Bible says, come ye out from amongst them. Amen. Don't listen to unbeliever means that is the way you lived your life as an unbeliever. Now that you are a believer, change your mind. Change your mind. If you are here, listen to me if you are here and you listen to unbeliever music, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. You listen to unbeliever music. Stand up. I'm your pastor. I'm asking you to stand up. As, look, as you stand up, you are receiving deliverance. I said, as you stand up, you are receiving deliverance. Stand up. Five more people are sitting down who should be standing up. I'm waiting for you. You are a connoisseur of unbeliever music. Beautiful. Beautiful. Three more. Three more. Unbeliever songs. That's what you listen to. Listen, let me tell you. It, it just shows that you are, you see, you are, that's why, you remember when I taught the series, the first verse I remember I used was Revelations 3, we said, I, he that is, whose garment is washed, or he that shall overcome, shall what? He that overcometh. And I will not blot out his name. He that overcometh shall be clothed in white. That is it. Shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name. So, you see, when you get born again, your spirit is renewed. And you continue to live like an unbeliever based on your mind. A day comes, God just removes you from the list. Because he's expecting that you will change. Come, I want to lay my hands on you for an impartation of righteousness. Come. Come. For an impartation of righteousness. I'll say it again. Let's let's all read it. It's on the it's on the screen. One go. I can't hear you. Again.
receive deliverance. Receive deliverance. I've told you that as I'm preaching, of course, you will laugh. And I enjoy it. I mean, I'm even a very serious person. So, when I'm preaching, as people are laughing, I, I, I feel encouraged. But it's not, there's no joke. If you are born again, those in front here, and you do not overcome certain things, you'll be removed. It is here. It's not a teaching I'm giving. You understand English? Yeah, it's not a teaching or a revelation I brought. Like some wild, I read Nahum and I've used Romans to explain it. No, it's here, sweetheart. The, he that overcometh, that same person shall be clothed in white. And I will not blot out his name. Do you know how a name enters the book of life? Do you know how a name enters the book of life? A name enters the book of You see, when you are born, your name doesn't just enter the book of life because you are born. He said, those who are born again, who have escaped hell, are those whose names are in the book of life. The book of life contains the names of those people who have got life. So there is something you do for your name to be written in the book of life. And he's saying that after your name is written in the book of life, you must overcome some things. Yes. You must overcome Tony. You must overcome. You see, and if you are still struggling with unbeliever music, very soon, and I'm, I'm telling you, about 70 to 80% of you here are open to pornography because a door has been opened. Yeah. You are teaching. Yes, I'm teaching. A door has been opened. Imagine all these doors are locked and you open a door and we are here and a, and a nice a nice cat a very cuddly cat comes into the room how did the cat come into the room how did they come into the room I, I, I can't hear you how did the cat enter the room the door was open now if a cat can enter the room a snake can enter the room a goat can enter the room a lion can so, so by you see every if you are a Christian, you must shut the door. You don't need two doors. One door. One door. 
it is in your own interest. I don't benefit. It's not that. It's your life. It's your life. And before we know it, we are in the church, small, small noise. A day comes, you just cut your hair. And you start wearing things. I'm a boy. 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 We see that you are now in a relationship with another girl. And in the relationship, you are the boy and she's the girl. Why? Why? Pastor, why? Pastor, can't hear you. An open door. door. One door open. That's why, you see, our Christian life, everything we do is that we are trying to shut doors. Bible says we must give no place to the devil. Because once you open a door and a certain possibility enters, that's all. Today is unbelievable music. I don't want to even go into what type of music. But once you are struggling with this type of music, before you know it, pornography has entered. If it's not there already. And you must decide. You know, you, do you know I like you very much. You don't know. I like you very much. But there's there are some things I can't do for you. Dear. No, I, I wish I could do it for you. If I could, if, if, if it's money I should pay, I'm telling you, I will, if I must take a loan, I'll take the loan and pay. So that, but you must do it yourself. Otherwise, we'll be here singing, dancing, singing, dancing, church, church, church. A day will come. We can't find you. We can't find you. And that, you see, that, thank you, Jesus. The day we do not find you, it will not be that day that something took you out. Long before that day, you were flattened with some worldly things. That's why Paul could be in a room writing a letter and would say that I am not the only one in this room. I'm here with Demas. And Demas also sends his greetings. But a day came, he said, Demas has forsaken me. And the answer he gave was that having loved this present world, Haven't loved this present world. You see, so I want to beg you. Today we are here, but some of you in the spirit, you are not here. You are not here. You have been taken out already, and it's going to manifest in the in the flesh soon. forsaken me. It's interesting. You've not come to stand it because you are fornicating or you are watching. No, it's just music. And music is nice. It's music. But I am worried because it is a door which has been opened. That's why a beautiful cat. You remember we have been playing with a cat. 
But if a cat can enter the room, it means that that same door which allowed the cat to enter the room will also allow name it. What will it allow? A viper. That's why I'm worried. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Look, there is nothing nice about it. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Anybody here? And you admire the world. He said, Haven't loved this present world. We who are here, our love must be to dance for the Lord, to sing for the Lord, to be in church, to do outreach. You should be here even discussing how you're not happy with Reverend Kobe because it's been five weeks since you had a, what they call a street jam. Those are the things. When we meet and we are talking, we are talking evangelism. But you can't be here and be at the back, through the back door, be involved with the world. We may be laughing when we talk about a guy and this and that. And, and I'm happy that all of them are giving clear answer that it's over. I'm not in whatever. I'm, I'm, it's over. It's not my whatever. But I'm saying to you, I'm telling you clearly that if you are not very careful, some other things will enter your life. That's what I said. Give no place to the devil. You can sit down. You are delivered. By coming here, a certain power is broken over your life. Principle number five is what? Oh, I can't hear you. Number six. After you are saved, your body is still the same. Yes, and you must keep it under control. And listen to me. There's nothing like an unbeliever's flesh and a believer's flesh. All flesh is flesh. So anything that an unbeliever is struggling with, you can also struggle with it. But the advantage you have is that your spirit is alive and active and strong enough to keep it under. The unbeliever can't keep it under. I'm just from a funeral. A dead body was lying there. What killed it? HIV. Clear. Can control himself. When the spirit of lust enters a man, oh, He's, he's gone. But me, when the spirit of lust enters me, I have the power of the Holy Ghost to battle it out and keep it under. First Corinthians 9 and verse 27. Paul said, and this is not, this is not just Paul who must behave like this. You also must behave like this. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Look at him. He's now bringing the scripture. But... Can you see it there? Sweetheart? Can you read? Are you in school? You can read. Alright. Please read. But I keep under my body 
and bring it into subjection, lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. If you are listening to me, I'm telling you, master the art of keeping your body under. Because one of the things you will never stop fighting is your body. Look at my face very well. When you are young, 18 years, you fight your body. When you are 22, you fight your body. When you got a beloved, you fight your body. When you are doing engagement, even as, as you are there in the engagement, you are looking at another girl you could have married. When you marry, you fight your body. When you have children, you fight your body. When you are a grandma, you fight your body. To those of you sitting here who are under the grandiose delusional states, yes, of thinking that you are waiting, when you marry, all these problems will end. You are in for a surprise. I said, You are in for a surprise. I said, if you think wearing a wedding ring like I'm wearing is what is going to deliver you, this is, see, the body here, it is complex. It's full of appetites. And one of the most dangerous things, some of you are here, because of things your parents are telling you, you don't even want to go to your village. Yes. You don't want to go to your village. You don't want to go to Goy. Do you know Goy? It's a village. Novoko. Do you know Novoko? It's a village. The southern part of Ghana. But the thing you must fear is not your village, it's your body. If one day you don't do well, it will be because your body prevented you from doing well. Yes. Yes. And listen, maybe I, I, I'm, I'm also giving you a wrong impression. I'm not only talking about sex and fornication. and This body, it, it's laziness. Yes. If you write an exam, and instead of getting one, 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 you get five, five, six, six, eight, eight. It's your body. Your body. Your body wants to sleep. You wake up and your body changes the gear from third gear, which has come to one. And it's now on parking. You are now moving into six. That is why Paul said in Romans chapter 7, verse 18, he said, I know something. Look at what Paul knew. Romans 7, 18. You think it is English he knew? 
or Greek in you. Look at it, Romans chapter 7, verse 18. He said, For I know that in me, and and listen, listen, you see, as we preach, we say, Man is a spirit. Not so. You don't know what you said. Man is a spirit. So when I say, I say, you meet somebody whose spirit is dead, the person is dead. But in a certain sense, you are also your body. In other words, there's a, there's a certain time we can also, with every accuracy we can master, say that man is a body. Because Paul is saying that, for I know that in me, that is my spirit. Oh, I can't hear what you... It's a Paul said, for I know that in me, that is in my spirit. Oh, sorry. For I know that in me, that is in my supernatural abilities. What is he saying? For I know that in me, that is what? My spirit. It's not flesh. It's not spirit. What is the me? What is now? What is Paul now calling me? What is Paul calling me? The flesh. I know that in my in me, that is my flesh. Everybody touch your flesh. And look at it. Look at it. Dwelleth no good thing. Not, not that, not that. You see, so so anything your your body represents. Is eventually going to lead to your disaster, including your beautiful eyes, your beautiful nose, your beautiful chin, your beautiful forehead, your beautiful hips, your nice legs, your long legs. Anything that is your flesh, there's nothing good inside it. I'm sorry. So you see, someone. Couldn't progress from SS to university. Why? Why? The flesh. He slept too much. Some some boys, by the time they finish SS, the money they must use to go to university, they use it to buy SMA and public because he has done outdooring. The flesh. So when you see anybody who promotes the flesh above his spirit, you are seeing a carnal person. Don't fear any witch in your village. Fear your body. I said, don't fear any witch. Don't fear any witch. Fear your body. Let me tell you, we are born again. We are we are spiritual. We 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 speak in tongues. We have dreams. We have visions. We see things. Fine, but don't trust your body. Many years ago. 
I was told one sentence. He said, my pastor said, your body can disgrace you. Your body can disgrace you. And I will say, your body can sink you. Your body can sink you. When you see a Christian promoting his body, majoring in the body, thank you, Pastor. We are we are we are we are human beings. We must look, I mean, we must appear normal, we must appear nice. But at what expense? At what expense? The money you spend to look a certain way. You don't have a Bible. You can't spend that money to buy a Bible. Therefore, I know that in me, that is my flesh. Dwelleth no good. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. The desire to pray is in me. But how to wake up at four o'clock and pray? How to perform that four o'clock prayer? I can't find it. For to will to have my quiet time is in me. But how to perform it and overcome phone calls to visit my cousin and my brother? That one I find not. For I know, I know that at my age that I'm not married, nobody should, be, should even see my breast, let alone hold it. But the energy to perform it, I find it not. But tonight, God is imparting supernatural strength and ability so that your name will not be blotted out of the book of life. Pastor, I'm, I'm sorry to upset you, but I'll tell you that in five years' time, some people will not be here. They'll be living in the area, but they will not be in church. Mark it somewhere. You note it. I'll put it down. I'll, I'll, I'll thrown the, the prophecy down. And when you don't find them in five years' time, it will not be because something took them out that day. As we were here, we were so giving in to fleshly impulses. The flesh. Paul describes the fruits of the flesh in Galatians 5, 22. Look at it. Galatians 5, 22. Or thereabouts. Galatians 5. Go back to 20. Sorry, 18. 
But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. 19. Now, the works. When the flesh of a Christian is at work, that is what you see. Adultery. She's a Christian, but the flesh, the flesh is in. He's a, he's, he, he, he's a believer, but the flesh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, uncleanness. You are there, you are using your phone to watch pornography. A boy comes to you and does certain things with you, to you, for you, through you. Lasciviousness. You know, give us, these are old English words. Give us an NASB, New American Standard Bible. The deeds of the flesh are immorality, impurity, sensuality. That is, you see, some people, when you are with them, when you are with them, I've talked about impurity. You know, meddling with things that are not right. Going on the internet looking for sex and going on the internet looking for things, defiling your spirit. You meet a boy. All your chat is about sex and flesh and body and my here and my that. And then he talks about about sensuality. So sensual means that when you are with some people, you, you, you feel that all your physical senses are activated. Your flesh is tingling and twingling. Sensual. There are girls like that. There are boys like that. And those are people who are not spiritual. Because when you meet a spiritual person and he leaves your presence, you feel like praying. You feel like checking that verse. You feel like going to do outreach. You feel like calling your pastor and asking him to give you work to do. But some people want you to go on. Sensuality, go on. 20. Idolatry. Not, not just idols not this legba in whatever but I, anything you worship more than God is an idol some of you, you idolize your face you idolize your husband you idolize your children they are idols because they have replaced the will of God for your life that there is something you should have been that today you are not because of your children because of your husband because of your job these are idols Sorcery, controlling people with evil spirits, enmities. You see, there's a Christian, he doesn't talk to this person. You see, two sisters, they are sitting side by side, but they don't talk. It's all fleshly. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad we are friends. I mean, can you imagine Charlotte and Mary? They don't talk, yeah, because no, yeah, because Mary is expecting that. At flame, if, if, if she sings in the divine encounter service Then flaming fire She should be ministering But I put her aside When she began to sing long ago And now Charlotte is my star And they don't talk Because the flesh They want to be seen She wants people to clap for her People to say Oh you sing well So Mary now doesn't talk to Charlotte Flesh but it will never occur to Mary that as Charlotte is singing, let me pray for her. 
Because everybody is clapping. Mary is not clapping. And she has bowed down her head. And she's praying. Lord, let her minister. Let her words touch life. Let soul be saved. I love the singing. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't see that Charlotte has finished singing. And Mary will get up and go and congratulate her. Oh, that's a beautiful song, girl. You made it right. That's, that's great. That's No! When she's going somewhere and she sees Charlotte, then she'll turn and she'll... Enmity. Jealousy. Strife. Strife. Anytime I see strife, what I... The, 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 the picture I get is two people pulling a rope. Yeah, I don't know how it came to my mind, but it's like you pull, I pull. We, we are we are struggling to pull it. Trimamintri. Actually, it's a strife. Trimamintri. Thank you. Trimamintri is the tree for strife. Flesh. When your flesh is active, you are jealous. Yeah. Why is it that today we clap more for Charlotte and we didn't clap as much for Grace? Yes. And even Grace was the one who was singing, living this kind of life. Was she not the one singing? Was she the one singing? Yeah. And then I, I removed her and I called Mary to come and sing. And, and Ima, Ima, do you see Ima was playing the bass guitar? And I said to Ima, come and sit down. And Gilbert went and played. Yeah. But because they are spiritual people, they are flowing. Are you not flowing? But when you meet a carnal person, a fleshly person, hey, because, because of what you see, you see, because I didn't sing. The flesh. The flesh. I'm asking you, can I remove you from playing the keyboard and send her to go and play? And you still smile? Will you be in church next week? Don't, don't say, oh, I'm, a, I'm naturally a moody person. No, you are naturally a demon-possessed person. Dissensions. All these, you see, it's amazing. Oh. Most of these words, facts, ah, look at that, look at that, facts. Most of these words have to do with, you are there and I'm here. Factions, dissensions, dissent. I don't agree. I don't flow. Like we are all wearing t-shirts. Then someone to know me. I wear, I wear a jeans shirt. And factions. I belong to this company, this party. Yeah, I'm on in my side. I'm I, against Reverend Kobe's side. So as we are all in flaming fire, Reverend Kobe has his congregation, and Ima also has his congregation. Factions. Sometimes a person who is not even in the flaming fire service can create factions. I'm preaching. I know exactly. What I'm, I'm saying that all this. When you go home, go back and read it. Go on. Is that, is that 21? Factions. 21. Envy, drunkenness, boozing, carousing. You see, look at it. Envy, drunkenness, carousing. And and things like this. See, but most of the things he lists have to do with 
factionalism. Not flowing. Anytime you don't flow with somebody, remember me that an evil spirit is in charge of your life. Anytime you don't flow with somebody, remember that it is not the Holy Spirit which is in charge of your life at the time. Yes, a demon. I said, remember me. Is that somebody you don't flow with? Well, think hard. Think hard. And today, I've taken it back that if you don't overcome certain things, eh, your name will be blotted out. Yeah. And when your name is blotted out, it doesn't mean that you will not heal the sick. The fact that your name is blotted out does not mean that you will not prophesy or you will not preach. You see, today I preach powerfully in our joint service. I'm preaching powerfully here, but it is possible that my name has been removed already. That's why every day of my life I, I do my checklist. Is there somebody? Last week, the issue I had with Charlotte, have I sorted it out? Because when I don't talk to Charlotte, it's not, it's, it is due to nothing else but demons most of the things in this list of the works of the flesh are jealousy strife no no relation because when the holy ghost is in you one of the main works of god is reconciliation one of the main works of god in fact he, he has sent us as ambassadors to the world to reconcile when God is in you, you you you, you reach out. Say, be my brother. That's why we sing that song. You're my brother. You're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work till he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we walk inside the side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You're my brother. You're my sister. So take me by the hand As long as there is love We will stand There's no foe that can defeat us When we walk inside the side As long as there is love We will stand To be fleshly Some time ago we saw the flesh said, For I know that in me That is my flesh Dwelleth no good thing and many, any time when we talk about the flesh, we're talking about smooching and having sex, and then we are homosexuals, and that's my girlfriend, and we are having sex, and we are kissing, and we are fun. That is just go back, go back to verse 20, verse, 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 verse 19, verse 19, immorality, impurity, sensuality, verse 20, just three, then the rest, some, 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 some 10, 20 percent. The rest are all relationships. Yes. Carnality is not just about having sex. Many of you, you are virgins. Are you not a virgin? 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 So are you not a virgin? But really, you are fleshly. You are carnal. Why so the flesh is not just having sex? Yes, it is wrong. You cannot be committing adultery. You can't be committing fornication. But that, that, that's not all. It is here. Anything that makes you not flow. And a lot of these things, and 
so so one of the major it is interesting that the real cause of these things is not it's not written by Paul. What causes these things? Even 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 adultery and fornication. The major cause of most of these things is pride. And he doesn't mention it. He leaves it to you to make your diagnosis. Pride in a husband can lead him to commit adultery. Pride in a wife can lead her to commit adultery. Pride is what will let you become jealous because you feel that even your hairstyle today, you and Rejoice have been working together. Anybody who sees you comment on Rejoice's own because your own is like a chamber pot sitting on your head. Chamber pot. So suddenly, two sisters who are friends, it's like she feels that they should have st- commented more on her style than Rejoice's style because she feels that she is more beautiful. Her, her skin is smoother. Her smile is nicer. Yes, slimmer. Look at this Ogolo. Strife, jealousy, outburst of anger, outburst. Disputes, quarrel, and argument. By the grace of God, in my house, there's no argument. No, there's no argument. There's no argument. And it's only in your house. Yes. When you marry her, I will be inside your house. I'll be inside. Yes. I'll be inside with my cards yellow card, green card, red card. When you are born again, please go back to number six. Principle number six. After you are saved, your flesh, your body is still the same. You must keep it under control. Being born again does not affect your flesh. Your pride, that your fleshly, everybody must notice you. Everybody must clap for you. Everybody must do this. No. Those things are not affected by salvation. You, Paul said, but I keep my body under. I am the one. The tendency to feel superior to this person. I keep that tendency under. Because after I have preached to others, I myself may be an adokimos. Cast away. The Greek word for cast away is adokimos. Something that is held away. You saw how Jesus this morning, those who were here, how he, how, how he, how he, that was, that, that, that was very good. Actually, come to think of it. That was very good. He actually held it away. Not, not push gently. Away. He took the pot, smashed it. You leave yourself. Look, you, you can be fornicating and speaking in tongues. Yes. As you are fornicating, in the very act, say, Shalambadalabagalabababalababasata. One pastor was employed as a hotel manager, one of our pastors, senior pastors, many, many years ago. So he was there. And of course, nobody expected that particular pastor to be in a hotel. Yeah, but something had happened and he had been sent there to go and just be there for a while. As he was there, a popular singer, Christian singer, went there with an unbeliever, musician. He went into their room. 
have some discussions. And they came out. The guy came out first. And the girl came out. And this pastor, our pastor, he said, when she was coming, he was sitting at the reception. And as the girl came to pass, she just came by him and said, Let me tell you, being saved doesn't affect your body. You must work on yourself. Yeah. If you are expecting, if you think that because you are saved, your body will not like fornication. Your body will not like pride. Will not, will, will not respond to arguments and divisions and factions. You are joking. You must keep your body under. So a day came, Paul said, I will never travel with John Mark. I will never travel with him. Away with him. But later on, he said, bring Mark. Bring Mark. It's a flesh. It's a flesh. If you follow your flesh, you will never work with John Mark. Meanwhile, he's the, he's the one who will one day write what is in the gospel. And you, Paul, your writing will not be in the gospel. The John Mark that you think is a small boy. He's writing. Bring Mark with me. Bring him. Bring him. You can't change your mind about somebody. You are fleshy. You are born again. You sing in tongues. Yes, you sing in tongues, but you are fleshy. But may the Lord give you the energy and the grace and the power to put under your body. After you are saved, your flesh is still the same. It must be kept under control. Rise your feet. Reverend Kobe, bless us. Stand to your feet. And lift your hands. And lift your hands, everybody. Just pray and say, Lord, have mercy on me. So from today, we are going on, an, on a journey to find whatever we must find. Listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. One of the things you must do to, you see, I'll say it again. Let me stand up. You can't see me. When you are born again, your flesh is not affected. How are you going to live in peace with people? Walk with people who are peaceable. Yeah. And learn from them. Some of you, this is your tribe, your gun house, where everybody, like in the morning, insults are the greetings. And you've grown up, and you think everybody, some of you feel you are better than someone. Yeah, or like like Mary and Charlotte, you were here long. You were singing long before Charlotte also came, and now it's like in the in the in the in the youth service where this Mary woman's function, she rather is not called, and Mary even she doesn't sing too well, and she's the one, and she will sing. Yes, she will sing. You're not the one in charge. She will sing, and be careful. Before you know it, she has come to divine encounter with you. Don't walk and move away from people who give suggestions. About, have you not noticed that these days Bishop doesn't call you anymore for flaming fire? Why? But you remember you, you used to say those are demons. Maybe a reverend, maybe it's a demon. Recently, I told somebody, I said, people who talk like that, I, I use the word I cannot even remember. I said, I, I don't want to even hear those things. Go, go and 
follow them. And we, are, we know what we are doing. People move away from them. Yeah. Look, being born again eh, is a project. But controlling your flesh is also another project. It's a different project. It has nothing to do with being born again. But see, you draw power from your salvation to overcome the flesh. If you are here, the flesh is already spoiled. And you are in a room alone watching pornography, watching things on your phone. We give you iPad, two minutes. You have gone to CatholicMothers.com. What is that? It means move away. Don't walk with people who do such things. Yeah. Don't. Because even if you don't watch pornography, you still be fighting with your flesh. So when you add pornography, you have sunk deep into the bottomless pit. But you are receiving victory. You are receiving victory. You are receiving victory. May God give you the grace. Today, I came to tell you that being born again is a project. But to control your flesh is a different project. And it's not only having sex or fornication. It is arrogance, pride. I don't talk to you. I don't like you. But when I'm with you, people only talk about me. When I'm, it's, I can imagine, I ask uh, 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 um, Grace and Mary to sing. The Mary will say that, oh, uh, I won't sing. Because when I sing with Grace, they only clap for Grace. But how many of you know that Mary sings very well? But demons in you will let will speak, be speaking to you. He doesn't really like you. It's a flesh. If you are here, you think that when you many of you here, you are virgins. Most of you here, you are virgins. And you will you, you, you when you are marrying here, you'll be a virgin. So sex is not the problem we are talking about. Pride, arrogance, not yielding. Even unbeliever music you listen to, it's all it's flesh, flesh, flesh. Songs that make your flesh tingle. Lift your hands and receive mercy. Lift your hands, pray, pray. Lift your hands and pray. Receive mercy.